The first time, Melanie had been about 50 feet away as the kid spun around the blind corner, his shiny silver Mercedes drifting on two wheels, at least for a second. Sun glinted through the sudden spaces under the car. The for sale sign in front of the Delgado's house rocked back and forth. Wind blew dried eucalyptus leaves, the edges thin as knives. She threw up her arms as the car righted itself, the leash yanking her dog, Remy. Remy whined. The kid skidded hard to a stop, the rear of his car lifting. The smell of hot brakes and tires wafted from under the car as the motor ran. What the hell? she yelled, ignoring the bang of her heart. The car inched closer, and when he was two feet away, he unrolled his window. The first thing she noted were his pimples, the shine of grease on his forehead. Might as well wear a sign that reads hormones, she thought. He smelled like gels and cigarettes smoked by friends in the back seat. Sorry. Sorry? She said. I was just about at that turn. Any closer, my dog and I would have been dead. He put on a sullen face. Eyes glazed and staring straight ahead. You should drive ten miles an hour on this street. It's basically one lane. Do you want to run over someone? He pushed a hand through his thick, dark hair. Then he shrugged and for the thousandth time, Melanie marveled that the entire population hadn't been killed by teenaged boys. Her own hadn't managed to kill her, and they'd lived in her house. I don't really feel like talking with your mother. Tina, right? But I will. Slow the hell down. To his credit, he looked her in the eyes, dark, brown-eyed, white-toothed, at least two good attributes. He'd probably been an adorable toddler, staggering around the house on chubby legs and with a big smile. Poor kid. Driving was likely his only power, she thought. But still. Sorry, he said. You said that already. Sullen again. A car pulled up behind him, the driver tapping on the horn. Okay. She stepped back and let him pass, Remy close at her side. Don't do it again. She and Remy walked on, Melanie kicking at crushed pine cones. Asshole, she thought her word for people who did things wrong. And most everyone up in the Oakland Hills did. Driving was just one. But it was the most obvious, the most egregious. Drivers barreling down the skinny, mountainous roads at 40 miles an hour, straddling the double yellow lines or just ignoring them. Texting and making calls and yelling at their kids. They slid through stop signs and lights, whipped around corners. They drank big cups of Starbucks coffee and held onto the wheel with slack left hands. Walkers, dog walkers, weren't much better. Letting dogs off-leash, dogs that were supposedly friendly, the ones that never bite, or have never done that before. Right, Melanie thought, saving Remy weakly from snapping, slavering biters. Or the walkers were just benignly oblivious, using expandable leads, their dogs crisscrossing the streets so that it was impossible for Melanie to know which side to stay on. Then there were the ones that didn't pick up the mounds of dog shit, piles of it everywhere. Or the ones who left the full poo bags on the street. Who did they think was going to clean up after them? She didn't even want to think about the bicyclists zipping down from the regional parks. Toward the end of their marriage, her ex Dan had taken up biking. $2,000 technological marvel bike. Special shoes, fancy helmet, all that damp, smelly spandex. On weekends, he'd leave for the entire day, riding from Oakland through Berkeley 
into Contra Costa County and the wide open suburbs with their trails, or at least wider streets. Or so he said. Now, half the time, Melanie had the notion of ramming bikers and flipping them up like poker chips. But instead, she was forced to follow them down the hill, looking at their ghastly ass cracks through their worn out biking shorts. But really, no one should live up here at all. The 1991 fire hadn't taught any of them a lesson. Big houses built one after the other next to stands of drought-dry eucalyptus and now-dying Monterey pines. Empty lots let go to seed, clumps of oily, invasive scotch broom,